Hello and welcome to the One Stop Co-op Shop Podcast, your one stop for co-op news and reviews. This week, Jason Perez is here to entertain you with some more Shelf Stories. Yo, my peoples, what's up? Welcome to the One Stop Co-op Shop Podcast. Yes, only the One Stop Co-op Shop Podcast. This is a podcast special doing an audio recording on the occasion of going back to New York City. I'm from Connecticut, or living in Connecticut right now, but my home is New York City. With my original home group, we are playing Pandemic Legacy Season Zero. This is my group that I played Pandemic Legacy Season 1 and 2 with. So uh, this last one, I had to come back. Uh, We're going to spend 4th of July weekend here. And we are going to try to bang out as much of this game as humanly possible. So uh, what I wanted to do was do a podcast diary. Uh, We are going to check in every once in a while and update our progress and tell you about the game, tell you about our impressions. uh, And, you know, describe with a non-spoiler way. What is going on here in Pandemic Legacy Season Zero? We are setting up. Uh, we have the board in front of us. We have the tokens. We have uh, disease cubes, so to speak, but they are Soviet agents. We'll get to that in just a second. We have a subterranean uh, layer. Oh, uh, my friend Josh is very excited about his newly constructed sub-basement in which we are playing. Uh, we're breaking it in. If there's a little bit of an echo that you hear, it's because there's it's... no furniture. <laughs> no furniture, no rug, no nothing. It's just... <laughs> Uh, actually, I should introduce my friends. Uh, so this is Josh. Hi. Uh, my friend Mike. Hello. And? Adrian, what's up? And uh, so, all right. Uh, we are going to keep them nice and on the download, no last names, because we are spies <laughs> <laughs> in this game. Uh, so very quickly, the motif of Pandemic Legacy Season Zero, it is the prequel. It is in uh, 1950s, uh, 60s, 50s and 60s Cold War era, and... We are uh, junior agents of the CIA, so we're on the American side. Uh, the, bo- the board is kind of split up into three factions, so as opposed to just kind of us versus the world. Uh, we are on the American side, allied side, so NATO as well. There are some neutral cities, and there are also some Soviet cities. So the Soviets are the quote-unquote disease. There's a lot of Soviet agents. I'm sure that plot will twist uh, somewhere along the way. If you know Pandemic Legacy, famous for its plot twist. And uh, at least to start, we're doing regular pandemic things, preventing the Soviets from overrunning the board and also accomplishing the objective of finding something about a Medusa virus. So the Soviets in the fiction of the game have uncovered a virus. And so it's about 85 percent familiar pandemic. And then the rest of it is (laughs) a bunch of uh, kind of wrinkly little rules, kind of like little expansion. Uh, so are we excited, gentlemen? Oh, yeah. Definitely. All right. We're going to make it happen. I will check in after the first game, and we will uh, give you our impressions. All right. We have finished our first game in January. We did not play the prologue. We went straight to the first game, and we won our first time. Woo! Woo! Uh, Prologues I... are for weaklings. <laughs> Prologues are for weaklings. <laughs> Uh, I mean, we've played billion games of Pandemic, so we felt confident to jump right in. And I think how much of this would felt like basic Pandemic, like 85% basic Pandemic? Yeah, with, I mean, there was some some new mechanics um, that are unlike anything from the other two seasons, but, you know, easy, easy patterns to fall back into. The theme is a nice change of pace, too. Yeah. Especially after the last year and a half. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
yeah, I mean, it's a game of pandemic, but it's the, there's no diseases. Like, there's disease in the flavor text, but this is more of a spy thing. I mean, so just to give people a sense, and I'm, I'm not going to spoil things, but this is what you know from the prologue. Uh, you, you're playing the, all the same pandemic basic roles, right? So I was a dispatcher. Uh, Mike was the operations expert. Josh was the researcher or the scientist. And then uh, Adrian was the researcher. So if you know those roles, it's basically the same thing. And the innovation for this game, aside from, you know, just the motif, the Cold War motif, taking out the spies, is uh, you go to a city and you build a, what they call a team. It's this little, like, tank thing. And it's basically you're a mobile medic. So the medic uh, cleans a lot at once. So then you can use your actions to move the medic, that quote-unquote medic van around. And then it, it itself cleans the Soviets out. So did that feel cool? Did that feel, you know, that little having like a basically a fifth player character to move around and clean stuff? Was that like a cool innovation on the pandemic system? Uh, I thought it was a real game changer because we were able to cover a lot more ground because one of the limits in pandemic is you only have four pawns. Now we have more pawns to play with. Yeah, it's basically like you have a fifth pawn. Uh, and we had a couple of um, the, our cards came together pretty quickly, so Josh was able to put out teams pretty early because he was a scientist, and we just sent the teams all over the place, and we were able to clean the board. We only got one uh, quote unquote infection uh, the entire time. So, I mean, are we excited? Are we excited about this product? Are we looking forward and ready to power through? Yeah, definitely. I'm, uh, I'm really excited to see where the story goes and what new mechanics come out because, as you know, with all legacy games, the rulebook has a lot of holes in it, a lot of new things that are going to happen, a lot of new powers. Half of our um, player action card is empty, so we don't even know half the things we're going to be able to do. And the other thing... Until December... No sleep till December, is what Josh said. The other thing is the, um, I didn't mention this at the beginning, but we have these passport things, which, uh, these passport things, the way they work is that this is your character sheet, and you, you'll be able to eventually, um, so you have stickers of your, your a face, and you're, you start off as ally, but eventually you're going to be able to uh, make different aliases for the neutral side and for the Russian side. And you get different stickers for that. You can kind of give yourself different hair, different mustache. and uh, So kind of craftable. I mean, did, did we feel like that helped with the immersion a little bit? Or is it like, eh, a little bit cosmetic? I think that was completely cosmetic. I don't think I gave a shit about it after the first... <laughs> the first few moments. It helped me pick a name because I wanted a character with a beard. But that was about it. Family-friendly podcast. Come on now. Sorry. <laughs> I don't think I gave a... a I can't think of a, not a family-friendly alternate word. <laughs> I mean, I think it's cool. I don't know yet in terms of the sticker and stuff. Maybe some people, other, other uh, players would get a, a big kick out of it. Um, yeah, this is a time travel game. Uh-oh. And, like, you, you travel to the future, and then there was a whole host of, like, cybernetic implants... And then, like, you traveled to ancient Egypt, and there were, like, Egyptian thing things you could put on your character. You, you got dinosaurs. That would you, be you have awesome. To save, you have to save something for Legacy Season Negative 1. This is true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that, there, that is also a part of the game. 
So yeah, I mean, we we're really excited. This was a, it's pandemic, but with enough of a wrinkle that it, it, the forward momentum is there. The game was quick. I think the Legacy Season Two, the games were a little bit longer, and it like kind of that that, that we felt the weight after a couple of games. Here, it's like it was, it's pandemic and it's quick, and no, nothing like. Well, actually, actually I won't say uh, anything story wise. But the things we didn't know were easy enough to discover. Right during the like the hidden stuff, the that like there was it was doable, which I think that was certainly our biggest problem with season two. Season two was not forthcoming with the information necessary. And if you stumbled in the right direction, it was easy. And if you stumbled in the wrong direction, which happened to us, it was a total slog. It was very hard, right? Yeah, we made it harder than it had to be. Yeah. So we didn't have that experience with season zero. So uh, I will pop in sometime in the middle of, I don't know, when something exciting happens, maybe April, May, June, somewhere around there. But that's uh, the update so far. So we are very excited to continue after January Pandemic Legacy season zero. Yeah. I am back with my friends, the Pandemic Legacy Zero crew. Uh, we are finished up with the kind of early middle. I won't uh, proceed with specific spoilers, but we are in the first half of our campaign somewhere. We've played a couple of games. So um, a flag for people. There will be no major spoilers here, but we are going to you know, do general minor spoilers or else we'd have nothing to talk about. It's aliens. There are. Stop it. <laughs> it's aliens. It's some combination of aliens and monkey creatures. And I saw a leprechaun. There were leprechauns. What else was there? Uh, teams that we can all move together. Other <laughs> <laughs> gods. Oh, sorry. Spoiler. Sorry, I forgot what we were doing here. <laughs> uh, the, new, the, the teams are the new mechanic, and without being too spoilery, it really does give you another layer to the game. It's sort of like medics from the previous game, only everyone gets right. to use them, so you get to control more stuff across the map on your turn, which is very exciting. And I have been the dispatcher, which I always am, and I have had a lot of fun, like a lot of fun, orchestrating these tanks, moving people around. Um, yeah, I'm not going to give spoilers on what is revealed, uh, but there is more flexibility in the character, I will say, in an open-ended way. There's and flipping between the characters has eh, been okay, but it's, you know, like, like in anything, situationally, think, everything in pandemic situationally could be really good. Um, I feel like this one has given us a lot more opportunity to specialize characters. We're finding powers that synergize very well. Uh, in previous, I always felt in previous pandemics the characters were more a mix-up of different powers. And in this case, we're way more focused on characters that have powers that work together to make them way, way more powerful. And we even saved the researcher. The researcher has been getting boned with getting a lot of escalations, but we gave him a power that has made him a killing machine. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, I know we joked earlier about like not being too attached to our characters, but I have become very attached to my character. So um, it's feeling good. Feeling good to, you know. Your psychopathic, murderous character. <laughs> With more blood on his hands. She's a, she's a proper spy. So that's all I said. More blood on her umbrella. Yeah. More blood on her umbrella. Umbrella. I didn't give anything away about it. Uh, the word was umbrella. We'll let you uh, let the audience imagine what the umbrella can possibly do. Uh, all right. So just the the, uh, the difficulty of the game. So we've won ish all of our game. We haven't. We have not lost. We have not faced ultimate defeat yet. Um, right. Uh, 
Yeah, I mean, again, we, I don't want to be too spoilery, but like there is uh, gradations of winning. We should say that. Um, we're two things we didn't do completely. So you have to complete multiple objectives. We, you know, yeah. uh, we have fallen short on, uh, here and there on objective, but for the most part, we've won our games. How, how do people feel about the difficulty and like just the feeling of playing? Do you feel satisfied with uh, the puzzles? I think absolutely. Our second game, we won in a very pandemic way on our last turn, which I mean. Anybody who's played this game or, you know, any, any pandemic enough has known that it can come down to the last turn. It can come down to exactly which cards are pulled when. And there are mechanics in this game to manipulate some of that, which is always great. Um, and, you know, I feel like the, the time we put into solving the puzzles is really rewarding. I think that the one game we did the worst in... I feel like we still pulled off a really good win with an action to with no actions to spare. Right. Like with the last action, we turned it from total failure to moderate success. Mm-hmm. That like had a lasting benefit. Right. So, so right. I, I think that like I don't want legacy games to be too hard because then it's just you don't want to go back if it sucks. If it's, uh, yeah, exactly. I agree. And without being too spoilerific, normal pandemic games generally have one or two objectives that are very similar. They've been throwing different kinds of objectives with different win conditions at us at the same time. And it's been really exciting because it means different powers or abilities get different uses on them. It's uh, one player is doing uh, objective A, which has this win condition, and player B and C are teaming up on a different objective with a completely different win condition that doesn't have anything to do with the standard make-a-cure process. Yeah, at one point, uh, Josh disappeared into deepest, darkest Africa. We did not hear from him for like five turns because <laughs> he was taking care of one objective, or at least. <laughs> uh, yeah, and so like that decision space of uh, deciding who's going to go where and what are we going to um, focus on. Uh, can we try to c- accomplish multiple things at once? I mean, that's all been amazing. I agree with Josh entirely, and that's why... That Pandemic Legacy Season 1 was actually kind of easy and that the designers have kind of said, yes, we don't want Legacy games to be too hard. I would say this is a little bit more challenging than Season 1, but not overbearing. But but we've also been doing pretty good, so we haven't put the map into a real horrible state for us. We've been been keeping most of the permanent damage off the map so far. But that's satisfying. And again, it's easier than, than Vanilla Pandemic to win consistently. But I like that. Because <laughs> like, <laughs> like, yeah. if you had the same win ratio as Vanilla Pandemic uh, for a Legacy Vision, it yeah, would just we wouldn't finish the year ever. Right. It would it'd be frustrating. Yeah, I mean, you, you, we will complete games, but it's just how well you complete it and how much scarring there is on the board. So we do have some scars on the board. Um, not Again, not going to uh, spoil, but there is definitely stickers, lots and lots of stickers on the board at this point. <laughs> Uh, the board the board has been molded, uh, so there's definitely that legacy feel. Um, and yes, there is the um, like a mechanic which you will know about. So I'll say about it called cover. So a couple of people have had a little bit of cover revealed. It's not hasn't been too bad so far. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I am very 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 excited about this. Oh, I should probably say uh, about the theme. So pandemic one will have the. It was just like pandemic, but like Avenger style. Like you, you were flying around in that, like you know, um, 
like what is that? The Marvel TV series? I forget exactly. Agents Age, of Shield. Ages, yeah, it felt like Agents of Shield, where just kind of like you know deployed and doing stuff. And then season two had that post-apocalypse thing, which was had a lot of discovery. So that was you know a much more much different vibe. Here, the board is all revealed, just like season one. But I, I find the, the vibe is different than season one, like a lot different. There's a lot more mechanics being yeah. slowly unveiled. Like we have stickers on the board. We've been like, yay, we put these stickers on the board successfully because of a mission. Now what? What? We still don't know what they do. I feel like there's a lot more movement in this board. Maybe it's just because we built our characters cleverly, but uh, I feel like most of our turns, some of us are clearing the entire map, like moving like continent to continent instead of just city to city. You know, lots of movement. Yeah, and like the the spy vibe, the, the, the 1950s, you work for the government vibe, so... You know, like, they they find ways... Cold War, please, leave me alone. Um, the game has, find, has found ways to make you feel like you're working for the government. <laughs> you're working for a government bureaucracy. <laughs> uh, so the game has definitely found ways to do that. Uh, okay, so I... Uh, everybody, any uh, last comments before we uh, move on? I- I'll probably check in one more time at the back half and then another time at the end. So two more check-ins after this. But, like, af- at this kind of early middle stage... I mean, I'm, I'm fully I'm fully into it. We still have a bunch of uh, cool things to open. Yeah. Uh, we haven't even opened half the lockboxes yet, so I'm excited just from a toy perspective, like, to see, you know, an unboxing-slash-toy perspective to see what's up next. Oh, by the way, if if uh, we sound tired, then like, yeah, <laughs> Sorry, this man. is the sa- this is the second day. <laughs> this is my maximum energy at this time of, uh, of the night. So, uh, yeah, we're we're in, man. We're we're good. Yeah, we're I'm absolutely. I'm I'm definitely invested in the story. I'm having fun. <laughs> Josh does not get invested in stories, but the mechanisms are investing Josh. So on both levels. Mechanism and theme, I think it's paying off so far. We haven't gotten like the big, huge twist, and I don't know if I'm gonna actually remember this story in like a year or two, but we're having fun and we're totally invested, so yeah. it's all good. Um, and, and this is enough, you know, uh, sugar on top to uh, to make it that much better. To make it sweet. Yeah, it's pretty sweet, guys. All right, uh, so uh, we will uh, check back in later. We are back. Uh, the first set of recordings were on the 4th of July weekend. Now we're back in the first weekend of August. So uh, just kind of picking it up where we left off. Uh, at this point, uh, there are going to be, um, if you don't want any spoilers whatsoever, just stop. Just, just don't, don't do it anymore. Uh, but we're not going to give major spoilers, but we are going to give minor kind of overall spoilers. Just kind of giving people a heads up right now. Uh, so we are in September, and we just had, maybe this was the best game that we've played. Absolute insanity. Like, just most interesting, like, things coming out uh, in random parts of the box. And, uh, you know, we just had a whole different layout. It was a very, it felt very different from the other games. And, like, we swamped it, guys. We remembered how to play. <laughs> I, I really like how the different objectives actually kind of link together a little bit. Where we're, you know, no spoilers, but... Sometimes we were working on one objective and helped us with another in a way we didn't expect. Yeah. They, Sorry, there was some inter there was some in the middle of a turn twists that made us change our priorities completely, which, you know, in pandemic that's not a thing that happens, but they managed to make this this month super fun and super uh, twisty. I felt sort of useless. <laughs> <laughs> 
being like, I will finish this game for us. And by the time my turn came around, it's like, I don't need to do that anymore. <laughs> this, was, this was the first month of all of them. I mean, it's been a really cool story so far. But this was the first month where we've had like the intern, uh, in-action, like shift. So like we're playing like basic stuff. We're doing the basic things. But like uh, in Pandemic Season 1, the game would just change mid-game. And I don't think it was quite that point, but like I think that that was the first time we really felt this. Like, oh wow, something happened, uh, and now it's a whole different game, or we have a whole different kind of geometry to the board. Like right during the middle of somebody's turn, so that was really exciting. Uh, it's also funny because we all built characters that were very specialized towards a goal, and multiple times during the session, we did stuff out, outside that specialty because we were reacting to something that happened. Like. We all thought we had our designated roles, and it didn't work out that way. And, yeah, we all kind of went outside the pale a little bit, except for me. I, I, <laughs> I am the, I am the, the king of... The dispatchiest dispatcher that ever did dispatch. I've never dispatched more in my entire life. I wish I could share it with, with everybody, but I just can't. Uh, spoilers. Anyway, uh, yeah, so, like, we were really excited, but the, the excitement is actually kind of ratcheted up. One uh, or a couple notches, like we're re- like we're three months left, and wow, <laughs> it's so it's super cool. Uh, Adrian had a really great point um, about the rules, and I wanted to note that how it felt like they were a lot better about just kind of dispensing information, covering corner cases, and like whenever we had an whenever we had a question, it felt answered in the rulebook in a way that I don't think season two quite did that. So that's, that was a very uh, – I, I mean, is that – did I state your point correctly? Yeah, no. Um, every time – so as we do, we read the rules out loud and and question, we've played a, a billion games. So questions pop up in our head and they're voiced and the rules immediately when the sticker comes out immediately addresses that edge case. Right. Like, well, what if we – can we use this thing twice for the same – for different reasons? You know, and, and the rules immediately state – you may use this thing for as many reasons as are applicable. And, you know, it's that kind of thing that the rules address immediately that are, that's so satisfying. Which, again, didn't quite happen all the time. Uh, it, it just shows, like, a level, like, of craft. It shows a level of, like, they're getting better. Maturity, yeah. You know, at designing legacy games, which, oh, no, this is the last pandemic legacy game. We'll see if they've designed more. Who, who the heck knows? Uh, but, yeah, I mean, just it's just been a really kind of, like, oomphy... Uh, I don't know. I, I'm out. I'm a lot of loss for words. I cannot wait. For the last, and we're going to try to get it in tonight. We're going to. We've dedicated the entire uh, day of August to try to get three more games in. Um, it does have the mechanism where you can get the partial success. So we're trying to get the twelve games. You know, where I don't think we need to do like thirteen, fourteen, fifteen games. But we know. I don't know. <laughs> we don't know. So many curveballs in this month that we. It's it's hard to even plan for you know anything. We would not be surprised if pandemic kicks us in the nuts and one of the remaining three games. <laughs> <laughs> we are looking forward to it. So the next uh, the next clip will be the ending. So uh, we are looking forward to that. It is eleven oh nine on the same day in August. Uh, we finished four games. Uh, uh, we finished September through December. We played 12 games, unlike in the previous games, where it was the pass-fail uh, straight up. Uh, we got three adequate successes uh, to continue the progress, and we were able to just keep on moving along 12 games. We have won. Uh, for those who are curious, we got the top score. I should hope we got the top score uh, doing it in 12 games. 
Uh, we're really good at Pandemic. We've played a lot. Like, <laughs> a lot. really not modest. And a little bit lucky. Well, because people are going to see. It's like, oh, is this easy? No, no, no. We're good at Pandemic. So this, I'm not going to shake on that. Uh, yeah, so we are done with all of Pandemic Legacy. I'll probably do, like, a little wrap-up of everything, but whatever. Uh, but at this point, let's just talk about Pandemic Zero. Um... I mean, we were very, very excited. Do we feel excited about the ending? Do you feel satisfied by the ending? Felt like everything we put together and all the skills and combos we built came into play. Like, it wasn't an easy win, but we were using everything we had, so. I really liked December. I think I felt shortchanged by November. (laughs) He's so bitter. (laughs) November, getting defeat from the jaws of victory. Getting November adequate helped us win December, so I'm not worried about it. It's fine. Uh, there was a little bit of a fork in the road, so we had a, a slightly different experience that we could have had. Uh, so yeah, I mean, there, I mean, but it, you know, in terms of like twists and turns, I don't think it was that kind of story. I think it was just you know a very tightly wound spy thriller, and it ended up you know with some um, some climax for the main characters. So there, besides us, there were some characters, and there was definitely resolution to those to those storylines. So definitely that. Uh, Adrian, yes. uh, what do you what are you thinking? I think uh, as far as design goes, this was the best of the three. And no question. Yeah, my, my like my fond my fondest um, gaming memory is of season one, just because um, legacy games themselves were super new, and and you know tearing up cards was exciting and scary, but. But the refinement that went into season zero, from the rules to the twists, the gameplay, the new mechanics with the teams, excellent. Just superb. Absolutely superb. Yeah, I mean, I think the adequate victory was amazing. Like, I don't need more than 12 games. Like, I've already played, what, 50 legacy games in addition to the thousands that I've played, you know, just regular. Uh, not that I'll complain, but, like, I, don't, I didn't need more. I was very satisfied, you know, with season zero. It's like being at a buffet. It's like, okay, I got my, I got my fill. I didn't need more stuff on my plate. Uh, yeah, so I think that this is, um, I'm, I mean, I'm going to review this with the Dice Tower. Easy seal of excellence. Uh, really easy. It's definitely ahead of two. Uh, one is such, is different. One was, like, uh, like Adrian said, is this had more kind of like, you know, like poppy kind of, you know, exciting moments from the newness. This one was just like was sheer. One had one's twist felt much more personal. Right. One's twist was freaking brilliant. Well, I, I thought you were going to say painful. <laughs> it was. It was pain, but I mean, one's twist we are going to remember for the rest of our lives. Right. The twist. I don't know that there was a twist in this. There no, were there, was. there were choices in this that sort of branched it. But I don't feel like any of them were like, oh my gosh, that I can't believe that just happened. There was like, are you okay, JJ? Yeah. I think there were I can't there were wow, that was cool moments, but nothing like Yeah. Well, the, twists, like, the twists weren't personal in this one. The twists yeah. were with the other characters who weren't done. Right. Like, this and was, and I don't think any of their endings. Their endings were satisfying, but I don't think they were surprising. Like it was James Bond. Like nothing bad ever happens to James Bond. Like I mean, <laughs> I mean, he. <laughs> I don't know, my, my character definitely got very sick and very beat up and caught out a few times. So and labeled I, with something. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Um, I definitely, my connection to one of my aliases was 
you know, fraught with peril and, and just, <laughs> I, I took a lot of hits for the team, which was, I mean, it worked. It, all of them felt necessary. Um, also, one thing to add, even though we did win all 12 games, none of them felt like a runaway. Like, we didn't... We, two, At least two came down to exactly the last turn, which is a f- fantastically balanced thing. Um, yeah, who knows? I think November felt like a runaway. November was the runaway win until the deck, like, denied us victory, well, yes. November kicked... Like we had a bad start, bad first a bad first and bad middle turn, and that was the end of it. Like, right? Yeah, pulling pulling the um, escalation. If we one more turn before drawing that last escalation, yeah. in November, we would have won with like twenty turns to spare. I'm gonna hear about this as an old man at like his, at his son's wedding. We're gonna be talking about this. His son is now three. There's. There's a certain mission type where getting a first turn um, escalation is just death. It, it's 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 recoverable. I think we even recovered from it once, but just in November, just how everything was set up and how far away the thing was, um, that first turn escalation just sucked. Um, we, we cleared the other two very luckily, very quickly. But then, you know, the third one got away from us, so. Yeah, I mean, the end of the, at the end of the day, we, we won 12 times, but I think we won because we're good at Pandemic, not because it's easy. Yeah. Like, I think it, it's, it offered some challenge. Uh, you know, yeah, I just, I, it's hard to talk about this without talk, getting into spoilers, but I think that just, you know, final thoughts, uh, fantastic. You know, uh, completely, utterly worth the time. Absolutely. Uh, and now I am going to drive my friends home. <laughs> Get my friend Adrian to bed because he's uh, having a run in the morning. Uh, I have some stuff to do in the morning, so uh, away we go. So, uh, yeah, this is Jason with his friends. Mike. Josh. Adrian. And we are signing off. Until next time, uh, if you could change your mind, you could change the world. Later, everybody. Thanks for joining us again for the One Stop Co-op Shop podcast. Check out our YouTube channel at One Stop Co-op Shop. Also, join us for games and discussion on our Discord channel. You can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash one stop. Or leave us a review on iTunes. Thanks again and we'll see you next week for another Top 5 list.